Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Paris-based jazz flutist, vocalist, and composer Naisam Jalal. She opened up about her latest 2023 project called Healing Rituals. Over time, she has created a unique and vibrant musical universe. A few years ago, in search of meaning, as she sought to reconcile the necessities of being and of the spiritual in a world marked by possession, she took to exploring the deeply spiritual dimension of music by imagining a mystical repertoire that turned towards trance and based on silence, quest of the invisible. As she pursued this search, she started the creation of healing rituals as well. It's a great story. Enjoy this interview. It's great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. You bet. So... Before we talk about healing rituals, you know, we've gone through this pandemic, COVID-19, and I'm curious how you got through that time period, and how is everything going now? In the period of uh, curfew, uh, I was, um, at the beginning, I was enjoying being at home, but then it was too long, not having concerts, and it was very hard not being able to be in touch with the public, to play music together. It was very hard. And now it's it's okay because now I'm playing again and I'm having lots of concerts and I'm traveling again. I was traveling a lot last year in Finland, Estonia, all Europe and India. And this year I have this concert in New York and Canada and Germany and France. So it's very nice. Does it really, is, does this, the release of this album kind of um, bring everything full circle? Does this make everything feel really good to have new music along with live shows? For me, it's a little bit different because I'm not touring only with the new project. I'm touring with the new project, but I'm also touring with my trio, Quest of Invis- Invisible, which is a trio I beginning in 2017 and I'm also touring with my with my quintet Rhythms of Resistance which is a band I begin in 2011 so we are touring for 12 years with that band so like it's not like I have a new project so the other projects are not uh, touring anymore everything is every project is touring at the same time how did this journey into jazz begin for you? At the beginning, I I, uh, I learned music at the Conservatoire, the Western Classical uh, Flute and Music. I didn't like jazz music because um, I didn't feel the soul of it. And once I was touring in Mali, in, in Western Africa, and I was with my friends, and uh, we were playing uh, concerts with the Malian musician from Mali. And I was always saying, yeah, I only love, I only love funk music. I don't like jazz. And so my friend, he said, okay, listen to that. And I was in Bamako and he put some John Coltrane in my ears. It was uh, Ole. So for me, it was a great, uh, a great uh, meeting with jazz because uh, I, I entered in jazz from the, from the modal part of it, from the modal free, uh, spiritual part of it. What is it that you like the best about being a professional musician? I love playing music every day. I love 
to have nothing else to do for real than playing music. Of course, I have other things like, uh, you know, managing the the rehearsals, uh, managing the social network, the things like this, you know, but most of my time is practicing, rehearsing, being on stage, playing music, sharing music and love with people, and that's the best part of being a musician. So, why do you love jazz? I don't love all jazz. I love some jazz. It's like for any music, because I think jazz is a lot of things. If we consider jazz as the heritage from Afro-American people, if we consider it a music uh, that was accompanying the revolution for them to to be um, equal citizens, then jazz is a great thing. But if we consider that jazz is a style of music which is rejecting other people which are not the jazz musicians, so then that's not great, you know? So it depends on what you call jazz and it depends on who is playing. Because there is musicians, they say they are jazz musicians. I'm not sensitive to what they are playing. But there is other musicians. For me, it's a... It's very deep. It it touches me very deep. Like John Coltrane, Alice Coltrane, of course, like um, all these musicians from the 60s, 70s, like Pharoah Sanders, uh, Gil Evans, Miles Davis, this modal period of Miles Davis. You know, I don't... So there is many things I love and there is things that are not touching me, but... Because, of course, there is a cultural uh, issue also. You know, for example, um, bebop is not part of my culture. And I think if I was born in the U.S., maybe I would be touched by bebop. But since I'm born in France from Syrian parents, I was more sensitive to modal music because it has it has more sense with... Um, non-Western music tradition. So let me ask you this. Let's say you come to Kansas City to perform live and you have to try to get people to come to see you live. How would you describe one of your shows? The show I will do in the U.S., in New York, at the Lincoln Center, is uh, with my trio, Quest of the Invisible. It's a very uh, deep, meditative, trance, uh, spiritual uh, kind of experience. That's what I can say. People, when they come, they relax, they feel better, they feel uh, deep feelings. They That's what they say to me. And sometimes, many times they cry because music comes to touch some place in their heart or in their soul that needs to be uh, free. And so crying is a kind of way to free uh, some hard hard things, hard memories or, or um, 
yeah, I, I guess I guess people they they feel better when they come to my concert. And that's the way it should be. So if anyone out there, I guess before we get to the best place to buy healing rituals, what are you hoping the listener gets from this new album? I hope they will feel better because this music is really for for feeling better. Because I was always wondering and trying to search in this uh, path of the connection, the deep connection between music and spirituality. And after searching in this path, I find out that um, music is deeply connected with spirituality. And because it's deeply connected with spirituality, it's also deeply connected to healing process. And so these rituals are uh, related to spirituality and healing and nature. And every ritual is a ritual uh, in relationship with an element of the nature, like the river, like the earth, like the wind, like um, the fog, like the forest. So there is a ritual for each element and each ritual is, I tried when I was composing this to, to connect to this element and try to uh, express the healing force of this element into the music so I can recreate this energy for the people. So if anybody wants to pick up the brand new album, Healing Rituals, find out about your New York show, anything pertaining to your life as a musician, where can they go? Where's the best place? On my website or on Bandcamp. It depends if people, if they are in Spotify, they can go and listen to the music on Spotify. If people are on Bandcamp, they can listen to the music on Bandcamp. But if they want to have a very good... Um, uh, knowledge of my music and my different projects and listen to music uh, they can go on my website nathanjalal.com wonderful this has been great thank you for opening up about the new project your life and music best of luck with it and with with the live show in new york and beyond thank you very much Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview. We give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Paris, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Thanks again to Nysum for time, energy, and cool. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.